0: a face for radio hit 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 it
1: my friends call me the
0: club man we're gonna call you a kid diddler what the fuck did you just do buddy yeah next time don't murder anybody in the yeah. bar i'd give it a six out of ten i don't want any new friends they're all human no tail yeah i want to come on the pod, pod, pod. i've heard about <laughs> it pj you were a professional santa can you eat the cigarette butts how long is this tapeworm diet gonna take we'll check that <laughs> on instant replay <laughs> you're a naughty boy
1: you're ruining it how old were you when you guys were drinking a keg of beer maybe eight i ain't scared of you motherfuckers
0: Welcome to episode 45 of Iver to Both Ways podcast. We're here with our guest, Bernie Mac, back (laughs) from the dead.
1: Shout out to Bernie Mac. We were just talking about that. Uh, Shout out to the Bears for beating the Vikings, even though this is the wrong episode to talk about that on. Hopefully the Bears will have beat the Raiders at this point. The Raiders.
0: Um, Speaking of wrong episode to talk about this, we have congratulations in order.
1: Congratulations will have been in order.
0: Uh, to Grandpa Pete and Grandma Rachel. They got engaged um, a week and a day ago.
1: Yeah, that, that adds up. The math checks out. <laughs> it checks out. Um,
0: he was texting me about, like, I was congratulating whatever, and the next day he texted me. Let me just pull it up really quick because it's ridiculous. Pulling it up. Um, first off, i like to point out that everyone should go to – they should Google Slicks Tavern, Janesville, Wisconsin, and do a street view of <laughs> Slicks Tavern, because it's ridiculous. Um but he was texting me, he's like, hey, what's the policy for greasing hotel check in people? Is that Vegas only, or do you do that everywhere? Um, should we just talk about like how people should tip for free
1: stuff? Yeah, I mean, I know you're big on greasing palms.
0: <sighs> well, it depends like where you're going, but like I guess the I'm, most common one is like when you valet your car or something, like tipping the valet when you're going in, like like five bucks when they're parking you or something goes a long way.
1: Yeah. Usually throw them five bucks. Well, it,
0: like, and usually like people are like, oh, get them on the way out or something. Like if you get them on the way in, you get better treatment and you can tip them on the way out, like as needed, depending on like how it went. Yeah. Um, the easiest one like if you're going to a bar or something that has like a long wait tipping the hostess goes a very long way like if you have decided that like your table of 4 and the wait is like an hour and you're like well I'll pay $20 to sit like be the next table pretty good shot at getting that done especially if you go in and like you're not an asshole about anything
1: yeah i don't uh i don't ever find myself doing doing that or really needing to do that very often you'd
0: rather just like sit in the waiting room for an hour
1: i don't usually have
0: it's very rare that like i ever go anywhere that we have to yeah exactly but like when we do i'm like i would rather be sitting at a table with everyone than standing in the corridor of the restaurant so here's 20 dollars. will that get me to sit down and like the key to is to never fully give up the money right away like you have to be like holding it as you're like chatting up with like how far will this money get me yeah so you can always like revoke it if they're like oh no we can't do yeah. that because usually <coughs> oh never never mind you what do you want to die right now yeah because sometimes people will be like ah well i don't know like there are all these people waiting but and you're like ah never mind sorry i think we're gonna eat somewhere else and then you have someone else in your party put the name in
1: yeah exactly then you're like nah you know what we're, we're not gonna do that and like especially if you go somewhere that has a uh, bar then it's that then the weight's really not it's nominal, yeah, but like what if
0: you're hungry like we're going somewhere to eat, so like that's uh, the key is like I, I need the food, yeah fair enough, but speaking of bar if you Tip, tipping a bartender can go a long way, especially tipping if you're paying in cash like constantly and you're tipping them, or you're a regular and you're tipping them. That's an oh, easy yeah. way to get free stuff. That's
1: a very easy way to get free stuff. Free
0: stuff or good service. Like if you, if they know if the beer's like three dollars and you keep giving them a five dollar bill every time in a crowded bar, like they'll be back in two seconds. Crack the beer open and they're on to the next one. Like oh yeah, they're not wasting time with you and they're making money. So. Yep. Easy way to get good service and get free drinks.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, if you're if you're a regular, then you just literally walk in and the bartender knows you and they just hand you a beer. You don't even have to say anything. Yeah,
0: and a lot of times, like, beers will be on the house or so your tab will be, like, half off or oh, yeah. something. As long as you're tipping on, like, what the full amount would have been, you're in good shape.
1: Yep. Yeah, it's, it's uh, that's always good.
0: Easy way to get good treatment. Um, I'm trying to think of something, like, that Grandpa Pete was one of those. Like he was like, yeah, when someone gives you half off at a bar, and like you're going back there again, tip them on the full amount, and you'll get half off next time, and so on and so forth. Yes, and, exactly. Like, that just go. If you just tip on like what your total would have been, you'll keep getting that discount or those free drinks or like whatever. It keeps coming.
1: <laughs> but yeah, the only the only time that gets is when they just literally don't put things on your tab.
0: Yeah, you're just so you like you're look.
1: like looking at your tab. You're like, well, my tab says I had three beers, but I know I had like nine.
0: That's when you're just like, uh, here's God. twenty. Yeah, we'll here's yeah.
1: here's twenty. We'll call it eighty-five.
0: Exactly. Like you're still coming out ahead, and they're happy because they're getting tipped way more than they would have yep. if they rang you out regularly. Exactly. Um, that's like going like the hotel front desk. That in Vegas, it's hit or miss, and that's one where like you don't don't be afraid to take the money back. And they'll tell you, like, don't be afraid to take the money back because a lot of the hotels, like, you give them your ID and you give them, like, 50 bucks if you're hoping for, like, a big upgrade. And they'll be like, okay, um, we can't – we we can accept tips, but we have to leave it on the counter. So, like, let me see if I can find you an upgrade first before I take the money. And if I don't, you can take it back or, like, whatever. And – the slick front desk people who make money, like they make a percentage on like your on upgrades they sell you. So like if they get you to upgrade for two hundred bucks or whatever, they get like a percentage of that. The slick ones will be like, oh yeah, well like hold on, let me see what we can do. I'm like, oh here's an upgrade, but it's gonna be like an extra two hundred dollars or whatever. What I like to do, and this goes back to like bringing a bunch of cash with you, is you're just like, okay, 200. And this is like a big time cheapo move, by the way. <laughs> like if you're planning on doing you just put like the extra money on top of the tip money and you're like okay here we go if you want to do it that way like two can play this game instead of just being like okay here's a high room with a strip view like that's what you get like whatever yeah, like that's fine because that's a $100 a (coughs) night upgrade or whatever for something that I wouldn't have paid for in advance but for $50 since I'm here I'll take it but a $200 upgrade to like a suite or something if they want to sell you on it you're just like okay here and just like tap it on top of the tip and that's it like that's a stalemate when you're both just kind of like I know what you're doing, and so here's what I'm going to do to equal you. <laughs> That's just
1: it's yeah, a cheapo you're, move. You're pretty you're pretty slick with the guy at the uh at Where did We Stay for Your Bachelor Party. At the Aria? Yeah, that guy.
0: Well that one was one of those like I knew
1: Oh yeah, that was that was a different situation. Well we but... book
0: we booked a suite, but I was just like, hey, it's like noon. I know that the, there aren't a lot of suites ready. I just need it to be ready. Like, it doesn't... I just want it to be the strip view. And it has... Like, I want to be able to put my bags in it right now. Like, I don't want to give you my bags and come back later. Because we have a big day planned. Yeah. That goes a long way. That and then, like, Bellmen. Like, I'm usually, like, I can carry the bags up myself. It's no big deal. Mm-hmm. taking an elevator. We're not climbing up 30 flights of stairs. Yeah, exactly. Um, But... Yeah, that's one of those, like, if you don't want to tip the bellman, get him before they bring your bags up to the room, so then you don't have to tip them. But (laughs) if you can afford the $5 or whatever, just let them bring your bags to the room.
1: Yeah. But... it seems, you, it seems kind of like an outdated mode of hotel employ.
0: Well, the reason they do it in Vegas is because like they don't have enough rooms ready. So they're like, oh, leave your bags here, go to your room, or go wherever. And then when you get back to your room, we'll have the bellman bring your room up. Like It's how they keep, it, keep those guys employed. Um, but you can just go to the bell station and just get your bag there instead <laughs> yeah. if that's what you want. Um, have you tipped to get into hotels before? No. It works outside of Vegas, too, but, like, you could do it for, like, $20 if you want it. like, if you're just going to, like, you booked the regular King Room or whatever, and, like, say you're in downtown Chicago and, like, there's a good view of the lake or you can see the view of the, the building next to you, <laughs> $20 can usually get you upgraded. But I was telling Pete, I was like, hey, check online first. Like, make sure they have, like, nicer rooms available before you tip someone for an upgrade and then have to go through the whole, like... Okay, well, it's not their fault that there's no upgrade, and I've already put my money out there. So, you know, hedge your bet a little bit. Mm -hmm. But I always say, too, like, going to Vegas, like, that's the first bet you make is, like, gambling on an upgrade. On
1: an upgrade for your room. Yeah, (laughs) but
0: I always plan that in advance, too. Like, when I know I'm going to Vegas, I'll put aside, like, the 50 bucks or whatever, or like, depending on how many rooms it goes up. But... Put that money aside, like when I book the room, so I know, like, here's where yeah. it's not coming out of my gambling fund. <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, that gets Vegas cash goes a long way. Like that is the town you carry cash in because if you're going to a restaurant, you just decide, like, oh, we're gonna eat here. There's always a wait, so the cash will get you to the top of the list.
1: The, that goes back to greasing the hostess. Yeah,
0: well that's one of like that is the ultimate place to do that in Vegas is because like they know what to do. Like they know they know you're not just giving them the money for fun and they're allowed to take those tips. If you do that in like the suburbs here, they probably haven't encountered it's More of a
1: gamble. It.
0: Well, they probably haven't encountered it a lot of times and it's usually some like 17-year-old high school kid or something who like doesn't, doesn't yeah, know they don't what know. To do. Yeah,
1: they're like, "Oh, th- thank you." So that's
0: why you're just kind of you have to be like, "Hey, will $20 get me to the top of that list? And they're like, oh, wait, I could just like call this guy next. I don't even have to put him on paper. Like it's no big deal. Sure. That'll get you seated. The nicer the restaurant, the more likely the host has dealt with cash before. (laughs) Uh, Usually too, the older, the host, like if he looks like he's been, he's been a host there for a while, like, that usually means he's making pretty good tips. So you can duke him and he'll get you a good seat. Yeah.
1: He knows, he knows the
0: game. Same thing with like a veteran bartender. Like, you know, like if you're tipping per drink, like eventually one of those is going to be free for you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of hotel rooms though, tipping the cleaning staff, I'm sure. Have you even thought of that before?
1: Yeah, I do it every time. Actually.
0: It's the best way. If you, especially like in Vegas, when you're there for two nights, like you tip them Friday night and Saturday night and like, your room is immaculate. I always like to leave a little note, though, so I feel like I'm getting my money's worth, and I'm like, can we get, like, extra towels or <laughs> extra shampoo things or whatever? And, yeah. They, and was, yeah. I did that in the Dominican Republic. Yeah. Um, I left $10, 5 or $10, which was, it was 10 to 1 at the time, um, and I wrote a note in Spanish asking for, they gave you, like, free, like, two-liter bottles of water and stuff, and I asked for extra ones, and they gave you, like, two a day or something. And I wrote it in Spanish and left it, and we came back to a case of those two-liter water. (laughs) (laughs) That, and then we went to another place in the Dominican Republic where, like, you have, like... A hands-on concierge guy like he is constantly just like walking around the property looking for people who are like in his area and I gave that guy 20 bucks the first day and I was like hey we're not gonna wake up early to get a good spot by the pool can you just save us a seat And he was like how long are you here for seven days every single day there were two seats reserved with towels like right at the front by the pool and after the first I was like hey Great seats. Love the enthusiasm, blah, blah, blah. Can we get the shade seats? Because I don't want to die while we're out here. And was like, oh, no problem. And then we got like it was up on this like little stage area or something like in the shade and stuff. It was perfect.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say I think you talked about that Greece and that guy before when we talked about you were being the Dominican.
0: Did I tell you that he was like, oh, he was like, let me know if you guys like want me to draw he assumed we were honeymooners and we were not Um, neither of us were we weren't even engaged. Neither of us are wearing rings Um, and he was like, oh, let me know if you guys want me to draw a bath or have like room service have something ready for you guys when you guys get back to your room, whatever. And then one like one of the last days, I'm like, I'm just gonna ask this guy to draw me a bath. <laughs> and so I asked him. We were like at the pool. I'm like, Yeah, could you have someone draw a bath? And he was like, Of course. I've been waiting the whole trip. <laughs> and then we got back, and like the water was piping hot, and it was he put like rose petals <laughs> in there. <laughs> Uh, A lot of service goes a long way when the conversion rate is 10 to one. Yeah. Yes. I think so. You had
1: a nice, nice rose petal bath.
0: Well, the whole trip, I think I spent like a hundred dollars in tips total and you eat three meals a day at the restaurant and stuff. And after the first couple times at the restaurant, it's the same staff the whole time. And suddenly like our table was ready and like, you have the best table and blah, blah, blah. And like, if you really want to feel like a king, go to the Dominican Republic <laughs> and spend $100 and seven days tipping for stuff. Yeah. That, and then did I talk about when we haggled <laughs> with the, um, like, souvenir shop people? Yeah. <laughs> No, I don't think so. Kristen hates. I think she hates when I tell the story. She won't even tell her friends about it because she was like mortified. So the first night there, I'm like, oh, we have to go check out the souvenir shop. And she was like, oh, why don't we wait till the end? I'm like, oh, don't worry. We will be. I just have to haggle with these people for seven days straight. So I just kept going back there every day. And I was like, how much for this? How much for that? Whatever. And he'd be like, okay, how about 50 bucks? I'm like, how about 10? And he's like, no, so we go back and forth. And I'm like, all right, whatever. I'll see you later. Leave. Come. Back the next day. And he was like, Alright, I can do 40. I'm like, I'm looking for 10, man, when you know like you'd really settle for 20. Mm-hmm. And so by the time like the last day came around, then he finally he was like, Okay, how about 30? I'm like, dude, 20, and I'm not coming back tomorrow, so take it or leave it. Okay, <laughs> fine. And we came back with like a suitcase full of souvenirs. <laughs> that and then did I tell you we stole something from one of the excursions? No. So we went on this excursion, like it was like a catamaran for the whole day or something. Um, and we come back, and like right before you get on the boat, they take your picture. And then when you're leaving, they're like, Oh, here's this bottle of some made up shit we've made up or whatever. It was like sticks. And they're like, Here's this bottle of sticks, and it has your picture on it. Like, do you want to buy it for $30? No, of course not. And I was pissed at like this excursion because of the dude on it who called himself the Wolfman. He. <laughs> was blaring this music and there are pictures. I have to ask Kristen for them because there are pictures of me on this boat looking like I'm about to blow my brains out <laughs> that or murder this guy and like get away with it. Cause it's the Dominican Republic. Um, and so I was so pissed, blah, blah, blah. And we're sitting on the bus to go back to the resort and they're like, they hand everything out and they're like, okay, that'll be $30. And we're like, no way. And they're like, okay, fine. Hand them all to the front. So we hand them all to the front and they're doing a count and like, the guy knows that he's one short but he doesn't know who he's one short of and I'm very restless and know that I ha- have already stolen this from this guy so I'm like yelling at the driver that like we have to leave and the guy's like no no no, you can't leave yet we have to figure out like who whose thing we're missing I'm like I don't give a shit who we're missing you shouldn't have handed them out to everyone before like you told them that it costs money so like that's on you get off the bus and I'm like pushing this guy off the bus <laughs> and close the door and then we leave and it's it's at our house somewhere I'll take a picture of it um but i guess that's you, <laughs> you
1: wolfman
0: yeah wolfman fucking sucks. kristen and her friends like who we were on the trip with like still talk about the wolfman cuz they know like how riled up it gets me <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you have any pictures of the wolfman
0: i think there's a video circulating of the wolfman doing his thing um i can try and get a handle on it um let me text Kristen and see if she uh
1: Do you have any videos of the wolf man?
0: <laughs> but I dude, I was so I was fucking miserable in my um fucking bucket hat just sitting there like waiting. Once we found out what it was, and they're like, oh, we're gonna have like a beautiful lunch, blah blah blah. The lunch was like peanut butter and jelly. Sandwiches. Beautiful. Beautiful
1: lunch. <laughs> Was your disappointment immeasurable and was your day ruined? <laughs>
0: it that okay, review bra like cuts me to the core because like he gets me, he knows me so well. This guy gets it. <laughs> um, we also did a deep sea fi- I don't know why I'm talking about the Dominican Republic. We also did like a deep sea fishing expedition and um. <sighs> The Caribbean seas are very rough and I never get motion sickness but on that boat I did get motion sickness. There were 8 people. Um 6 of us threw up myself included and then Kristen and her friend were the only people who didn't get throw, who didn't <laughs> throw up but her friend got thrown up upon. Oh, that <laughs> like, might be worse. Um it was one of those like uh She got caught in the crossfire like it was a little bit of a shrapnel, puke shrapnel. (laughs) But, yeah, so Kristen hangs her hat on her not... um, Being puked on, I think, is worse than throwing up. uh, Also, we only caught one Marlin because these dudes, like, first off, it was, like, 40 bucks a person or something. And it was just, like, two dudes who had a fishing boat. (laughs) Uh, We caught one Marlin, and some dude from, like, (coughs) Texas was on the excursion with us. And so we took his picture for him, whatever, and, like, emailed it to him. And then we're, like, going back to the dock, and the guy was like... So why don't we all take pictures with the one fish we caught?
1: <laughs> so we all took pictures with the marlin. Nice. You were all there. You experienced it. Um, Yeah, so it was, like, pretty pretty loose excursion. Um, yeah, that was one of those where we were, like,
0: haggling. The people come up, like, to you on the beach, and they're like, oh, let's go on an excursion. And they have, like, uh, these, like, of professional ones. pictures of fisherman on google catching fish (laughs) um but yeah it was just one of those where i'm like all right like at 40 a person is fine as long as we don't get kidnapped i'm happy if we don't come back with any fish yeah that's fair yeah
1: um yeah i was because the one we did in florida was like i think it was like 120 bucks a person but it was like a pretty pretty professional operation we caught a bunch of fish that's what it was for
0: the one we did in the Cayman Islands like um this dude who was our guide he wouldn't tell us like the the first mate had to tell us the deckhand if you will um that this dude caught the he he owned the record for like the top three biggest mahi mahis caught in the cayman islands and so i'm asking him like i don't believe you so i'm asking the guy and the guy is like so quiet and he was like yeah yeah i did blah blah and he showed me a picture and i was like jesus fucking christ they were the three biggest mahi mahis ever caught huh when they also kos is with us on the excursion and he didn't want to go to fish he just wanted to go to drive the boat and he didn't think the guy would let him drive the boat well in the cayman islands when you rent a boat for like a fishing expedition you rent the boat to rent the boat the guy was like yeah man you paid for it you can drive this like as far as you want and we're like oh how far can you go with it he was like well um, I bought it from Florida. I drove to Cuba and then we drove to the Cayman Islands with it. <laughs> it was one of those boats. I can't, I don't know what it's called. Like the boat that they have in Dexter. Do you know what the name of that is?
1: Uh, just like a center console fishing boat. Yeah.
0: That's what it was. Center, <clears throat> center board, center, whatever. Boat. Center console. Yeah. So,
1: yeah. Those are cool. That. Um, it's pretty impressive. Were you looking it up? Uh, no. Driving for, well, I did look it up. I don't know which guy it is, but, uh, um, yeah, driving from Florida it. to Cuba to the Cayman Islands in a center console is pretty wild. Yeah. He said they
0: had to like plan when they were going to make sure they didn't die in a storm. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, dude, it was so creepy. Cause like the Cayman Islands aren't very big. And so like you basically just like go out on the water until like you can't see land anymore. And like, you're just surrounded by ocean. Was that how it was when you guys
1: were in Florida? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we were, we were out pretty far for part of it, yeah. Um, but most, I, yeah, I guess most of the fishing we were doing, we were pretty... Oh, here's a picture of me with the one fish we caught. Nice.
0: And then here is the picture of me going through customs, and I was miserable.
1: Oh yeah, you sent me that. I made Kristen
0: go to the Squared Circle that night for dinner, so I could get um, what I called home style food <laughs> from the Squared Circle. Um, yeah, they was just one. I think I got like a burger with mac and cheese on it. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of some bad food, food. Uh, we were discussing your Sobe Life Water. Is that what it is? Or is it Sobe Energy? No, it's just whatever.
1: So- I think it's Sobe Energy Elixir or whatever. And it had like
0: 60 grams of sugar, um, which is more than a can of Monster, we found out. But Monster has less ounces in it. Yes. So I did some digging and found a website called verywellfit.com where there are a million, like, I don't even know if it's clickbait articles or it's just, <laughs> like, articles written by some fucking idiot. Some insane person. It was, like, should you, should you drink energy drinks while exercising? Do you see people drinking energy drinks these days like while working out or like exercising
1: or whatever? No, absolutely
0: not. This article was written in 2019. Like I feel like the jury is out where people are like, yeah, energy drinks will dehydrate you. So that's not what you want when you're doing Yeah,
1: like... I think almost everyone is has just like a some sort of water bottle.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's probably filled with water. Um Hold on, where was I going with this?
1: I don't know. Gluten-free energy drinks?
0: (laughs) There is... Hold on. The International Marathon Medical Directors Association recommends drinking a sports drink during workouts of 30 minutes or more. Um... Sports drinks, they're saying like Gatorade and Powerade. And That's something. what I was gonna say. My sports drinks, drinks, do they
1: mean like Gatorade?
0: Yeah, and then they said um, or All Sport Direction. All Sport. If actually, you're working
1: out in 1998, did you know All Sport was carbonated? Oh yeah,
0: yeah. So All Sport they had freshman year um, in like our football locker room and stuff, and like we were all drinking it after. Um, practice and stuff and like because all sport was amazing felt fantastic because it was like it was basically mountain dew in an all sport bottle yeah and we didn't know that till the next year when they replaced it with like a gatorade machine that (laughs) that's why they replaced it um wait did all sport have caffeine in it uh i don't i'm sure it did because it it was it was basically pop like it was soda was it yeah um so the guidelines I i
1: thought it was just like carbonated
0: gatorade The guidelines from the International Marathon Medical Directors Association um, about drinking sports drinks of working out 30 minutes or more. Drink when you're thirsty. Don't drink if you aren't thirsty. Don't drink at every water stop in the event you're running a marathon. Rely on your thirst unless you discover it is leading you wrong.
1: (laughs) How are
0: these like... Medical? How is this medical advice?
1: I, that's don't, don't drink unless you're thirsty. What? Don't drink if you're not
0: thirsty. And rely on your thirst unless you discover it is leading you wrong. <laughs> like, I don't get that. This reminds me of... Like, My thirst has
1: led me astray again.
0: <sighs> this reminds me of... Um, Carlos Zambrano kept cramping up one year, like in the mid-2000s. And him and the trainers like couldn't find out why. And they were asking him how much water he drank. And he was like, well, I drink some. And they're like, what do you mean? And he's like, well, I drink like two cups of coffee and then three Red Bulls and then I'll have like a Gatorade. And they're like, Good God. what do you mean you're drinking some water? And he was like, oh yeah, all of those have water in it. And they're like, you only named one of those things <laughs> that will hydrate you. The rest will dehydrate you. And that's
1: why you're cramping up. Um, FYI, you can still buy a 24 pack of All Sport from DrinkAllSport.com for twenty seven dollars. Does it have the
0: nutritional facts on it?
1: Uh, hold on. Kristen is saying that there are no. no. Kristen is saying no, that there are not. no
0: Wolfman videos, but I think bullshit. I think there might be.
1: Well, here's to hoping. All Sport hydration for every body. It's pretty clever. Are they going to be a sponsor soon?
0: <laughs> uh, I think they might have. I mean, I I always thought All Sport tasted good, but it's just like in replace of a pop instead.
1: All sp- Well, um, now it's not carbonated anymore. Ooh,
0: gluten free energy drinks. Is
1: All Sport gluten free?
0: Well, let's see. Uh, Mountain Dew Amp Energy Drink is gluten free, which that seems weird. Five Hour Energy, obviously. Obviously. Um. Your Sobey Elixir Citrus Energy—that is gluten-free. Yes. All Monster Energy drinks, all Nas Energy drinks, all Red Bull, all Vitamin Water. Uh, I guess everything is gluten-free. All
1: of them are gluten-free. Okay. Body Armor
0: Powerade, pure coconut water. Um,
1: It's all gluten-free.
0: Gatorade and G2 don't contain any gluten ingredients but are not labeled as gluten-free. Concerning. According to the company, they have not been tested to be gluten-free.
1: Well, G2 is kind of gross anyway. So there is that. I don't like G2
0: because G2 has a bunch of sugar in it when you can just get like Powerade Zero. Yeah, well, yeah. And G2 just tastes bad. I don't think it tastes I think the purple tastes like purple Gatorade. I don't like purple. Okay, they what, what were you drinking like the blue or the red? Uh yeah, I think the blue. is pretty gross. The blue I I didn't mind the blue. The red I'm not I'm not a The red, red was awful. It not tasted a red like cough syrup. Um Oh, you're going to love this one. Health benefits of drinking taurine, which is the active ingredient in energy drinks. Are there any? I don't <sighs> Although low levels of taurine have been linked to several conditions, including eye disease, cardiovascular problems, research on the benefits of taurine supplements is li- limited. <laughs> so this goes on to say that uh, ingesting taurine will help with heart disease and it um, protects against the hardening of the arteries.
1: So Jerry's still out on that one, I guess it helps
0: treat high blood pressure uh published in hypertension magazine which i didn't know there's a blood pressure magazine out there the more you know i guess um athletic and mental performance so this one i have my own like personal but i think that's more of just like caffeine in general that i have add and like refuse to take medication for it (laughs) and like to supplement that, I would just drink caffeine in school, like, not, well, obviously not high school, but, like, college, to, like, whenever I, ever I had to, like, write papers or anything or record a podcast.
1: Instead of Adderall? Yeah, well, because
0: my problem was it was Ritalin back in the day, but it, like tones you down so much and obviously you know i'm a i'm a very high energy guy <laughs> uh so i stopped taking it because i'm like no i like i don't feel the same when i take it and i didn't need it back then like you need it when you're in high school and college like you don't really need it in fucking elementary school no um but yeah by that time i had found other options <laughs> like what like coffee and Monster and stuff like that. Like oh, that's okay. how I gotcha. got through. Um, <laughs> side effects. Brain damage. Mm-hmm. Itching, nausea, nausea, headache, dizziness. Seizures. Cardiovascular effects. So it can help your heart and hurt your heart yeah. at the same time. Well, yeah, Jerry's still out on that. So What do we got? Okay. This was a good one. There was an article, Can I Drink Coffee Before Running? The pros of the article, improve medical alertness, decrease perception of effort, which that seems really weird, um, boost your fat utilization, and could increase your pace, which I feel like if you're running a marathon, drinking a cup of coffee is not going to increase your pace. Um, No, it will make you shit your pants, though. That is the top con of drinking coffee before (laughs) running. Gastrointestinal distress. Uh, Yeah, a.k.a. shitting your pants. Yes. Uh, Causes headaches, causes jitters, which... Causing the jitters has to be the same thing that causes you to increase your pace. Yeah. And then increase urination, but that's drinking
1: anything. What the fuck? Um i don't know about anything maybe if you get all juiced up on some all sport
0: uh so baby d your cousin kern's girlfriend is saying that she regretted not trying out for the Laundry football league this year and so she will be for sure trying out next year um who who is this your cousin who baby d who
1: Diesel. She's banned from the podcast. I don't know who you're talking about. She can't
0: be on. Actually, I told her she can be on the podcast if she can get us press passes for the tryouts. Um, But she also said that she's going to be like the smallest girl there because she's like really skinny. Um, And I suggested she start juicing.
1: Yeah, do they test for that? Well, I figure
0: I, I don't think they test for it, but I figured she they... could cycle and be off of it by the time the tryouts come around. <laughs> so I feel like that'd be pretty good. Yeah. Um, but speaking of that, I found a homemade all-natural energy drink. This should be good. It's called Switchel, I guess. Um, I don't. It's a top source of antioxidants, vitamins, minerals, and enzymes. Whatever. Um, The ingredients are four teaspoons of apple cider vinegar, teaspoon of grated fresh garlic, which that just... Or fresh ginger, I'm sorry. Um, Four cups of filtered water, and then honey or maple syrup to taste. Uh, Then you have to let it sit in a jug for 12 to 24 hours. And... (laughs) Apparently, that recipe will give you four glasses of this stuff. I don't get how, unless they're like one ounce glasses, Um, but... The apple cider vinegar is really acidic, and if you drink it all the time, it will erode your teeth (laughs) enamel, so you can't drink it all the time. Um, And the apple cider vinegar also can harm your esophagus or your digestive tract. So it's all bad. Yes. And uh it can also lead to low blood potassium, low bl- bone mi- mineral density and interact with heart mi- medication, diabetes medication, laxatives or diuretics. Neat. So you pretty much just can't drink any of this.
1: Yeah, that sounds that's that sounds like it's going to be a no for me. I think I'm going to pass
0: on anything that I have to like make and sit for 24 hours.
1: Yeah, we'll have to yeah, I think we should probably consult Dave on that. Uncle Day Day. Yeah, the the (laughs) resident expert on fads. We
0: need to get him in again to talk about new fad diets. Exactly. We need to talk about... And
1: fad DIY energy drinks, maybe. Maybe there's an underground culture that we don't even know about.
0: I need to get his opinion on keto because Dave has been low-carb for a very long time. He's a big diet guy. And I remember when I was on my low-carb diet and I was like, yeah, like you're supposed to stay away from fruit, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, hey... I've never met any fat or any people who've gotten fat by eating one apple. Like, oh, that's the kind of diet coaching I need.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just be reasonable. Realistic diet coaching. Sure. Um,
0: What else did you want to talk about today?
1: Uh, I don't know. Are you a hot sauce guy?
0: I am a hot sauce guy, yes. except I don't have, like, a specific brand that I'm a hot sauce guy. No.
1: Um, so I think, as as everyone knows, I'm a big fan of Hot Ones. And the new season has Explain a— Explain what Hot Ones is again for so everyone. So Hot Ones is, like, a interview show where they interview while they're eating 10 wings, and the wings increase in spiciness as you progress throughout the interview. And it's it's phenomenal. It's very good. I watched it's a couple all, of it's, episodes. It's a it's a YouTube show, and there's like the guest list is so eclectic.
0: It's actually really. He has a lot of like very famous guests, and they're from all different like walks of life and stuff. Yeah. But the problem I have with the show is that like I want to be eating. Like the wings look so good. I know. I
1: that's I that's the thing. That's why I love watching it too. Is because like. I wonder how I would do eating the wings, you know?
0: I wouldn't do well like if it's like cuz they eat some like super hot like I Yeah, eat... some of
1: the, some of the ones where they just get like they're so hot they just taste like you're eating battery acid.
0: Yeah, like I can eat hot wings, but like eating something that will like explode in my mouth is not pleasurable, so like yeah. why would I do that?
1: So, well, the reason that I bring that up is because they have a new sauce for the new season. And it's the Chicago Red Hot Jalapeno. And it's not a super hot. I think it's like the third in the lineup, maybe. Okay. Fourth, possibly. And it's modeled. It's kind of like a, uh, it's a nod to like a Chicago hot dog style flavoring. So it's got like some, uh, let's see, mild jalapeno. And then celery seed, dill, apple cider vinegar, which apparently is bad for you. Yeah, if
0: you're drinking it, not if you're putting it in in like yeah, yeah. a little bit of hot sauce. Uh,
1: and then yellow mustard, tomatoes, onions. So it says it's begging to be paired with an all beef frank.
0: I'd be willing to try. That sounds like something that's like right up my alley. Like I right? like.
1: Uh, so I heard him. I heard him explain it, and I was like. Hold on! What? That sounds amazing.
0: I, I like hot sauce that like you can taste. I don't like hot sauce that like the minute it touches your tongue. Yeah, your it's tongue like, like burning. Yeah, no, yeah. I
1: have, like a spicy good flavor is what I enjoy. Yeah.
0: If anyone has any good hot sauce recommendations, like we're always down for that.
1: Yeah. So shout out to Heat Nest, I guess. Uh, that's on there. It's ten dollars for a five ounce bottle, which. Seems a little bit excessive, but... Heatness, where the CEO, Hedo Rick? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the Rippin' and the Terran. The Rippin' and the Terran. The Wild Women. The Wild Women.
0: That is one of, like, the... So when Tosh.0 was popular, like that was, like, season one. And that was, like, yeah, I think, like, the first that video was he
1: showed. Some absolute electricity. That GIF
0: is still around and one of my favorite. I'll just send that to Mike. He
1: just went on board. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just to really get into it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you just got to pull that video up on YouTube and watch Terrence from Black Beach Week interview Hedo Rick. <laughs> <laughs> There's just some videos on YouTube where you could just, like, pull them up, and it doesn't matter how many times you've fucking seen them. Yes. <laughs> It doesn't matter how many times you've seen those videos on YouTube, they'll still make you laugh like every fucking time. Yeah, that's one of them. I mean, there's, there's definitely. Do you have, a, do you have another good one? off uh, offhand, I don't know. I can think
0: of if you gave me a, like, give me a reaction.
1: Um, another good one is like the. Uh, the black reporter where the bee like flies into his mouth. It's like, get me out of this motherfucking fucked up country ass town.
0: That one. Were we watching the leprechaun video last week? Uh, That is one of the classics. That's that's another classic. Yeah. That one like never gets old for me. I can watch that a hundred times in a row and laugh every single time.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. Mr. Ghetto, the Walmart rap. Have we talked about that? Uh, I think I've, did I make it the outro on us on an episode? I think I did. Okay. Well, we have to call Mister Ghetto, and
0: yeah, we'll have to dig up his number. Oh, I don't think it's hard. It's on his Instagram. No, I think it's on his Instagram. Just yeah. call him.
1: And be like, hey man, you want to be on our podcast? Uh,
0: we can just like we don't even have to ask him. We'll just be like, hey. No, I think you have. You're to... on our podcast right now. Hey, you're
1: live on the air. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I, he'll be down because we called him he woke up do you remember like it was like midnight yeah he we woke thought, up he's like yeah what's up <laughs> I remember wanting to hear his voicemail and like it was like oh yeah so he rings. Could, we, call,
1: we called to try to get his Weaver voicemail <laughs> we called him woke from up. a google phone
0: number yep <laughs> um, and we called he answered and he had just woken up and he was like yo who this we're like oh it's uh ray pj and uncle day day and he was like oh yo what's up and we're like hey man um big fans we loved your video and he was like oh thank you thank you thank you and we're like we saw your phone number and like didn't know if it was your cell phone or not um i guess it is and he was like oh yeah he was like you know okay somebody wants to like pick me up for recording or something or just want like my fans want to talk to me and we're like yes yeah i guess that makes us fans so thanks for being re-. it was one of those we talked to him for like 90 seconds because we didn't know what
1: else to yeah we, we like really ran out of stuff pretty quick yeah and we're like he was like oh thanks for watching the video or whatever yeah, like we're, that we're, we'll, we'll, we'll tell everyone we know about him man he's like hey thanks
0: yeah mr ghetto shout out to him for being like the nicest guy yeah he's
1: a cool guy mr ghetto we go back a long time what what else what are you you nodding at uh 41 minutes all right let's
0: pause it for a minute and
1: And we're back with more ripping and tearing the ripping
0: and the tearing the wild women did Did we talk about that dude who drove his car through woodfield mall no
1: we did not i
0: know okay because that was something we needed to talk about um I saw, like, they showed, I was watching the Cubs game, and, like, they interjected. They, they cut into the Cubs game to
1: put that on? Yeah, and they're
0: like, oh, we have breaking news out of Woodfield Mall. And I was like, oh, oh no. boy. And then they showed a video of this, like, Chevy Equinox, like, driving through. Wow, like, like
1: through the sunglass stand Yeah, like the little sun- sunglass hut in the middle the, of the, the mall. Yeah, yeah, the sunglass hut and the cookie stand that's an autonomous eatery for mid-mall snacking. <laughs> Cookie stands on part of the food court. <laughs> um, but Kristen
0: was texting me and she was like, Oh my God, did you hear about it? I'm like, Yeah, I saw the video. And she was like, I wonder if anybody's hurt. And I'm like, Hey, I'm not an expert, but I saw the video and like this dude was driving like he was idling through the mall going very slow and there were people too busy like recording and not getting out of the way. Yeah. It looks like just
1: some people's feelings might've gotten hurt.
0: Yeah. Well, okay. So basically they, um, charged him with terrorism. Um, and one of like, okay, so he did the crime, whatever. And they started like investigating his life and they went through his internet history and he had searched, the mall um over a hundred times where the fuck is it um 24 searches of the mall during a 10-hour period (laughs) like leading up to that um (laughs) what yeah i don't know he was looking up like layouts and specific stores of the mall Which makes me very nervous if they're ever proactive about this kind of stuff and are like, all right, we need to look into this guy. He searched, like the Yorktown mall a hundred times and is looking at the layout because I do that all the time.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, I do the same thing. Like
0: if I'm going somewhere, I try to be as familiar with it as I can. And so I'll Google it. I'll Google the layout. And then I get in like a wormhole and I'm going through other stores and stuff. Yeah. And my search history has to be similar to that of some sort of, Maniac. Serial killer or something. Domestic terrorist. Yeah. Uh, so that always makes me a little bit nervous.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm the same way, especially with like um, restaurants. Yeah. I, I, It's almost essential to be able to look at the menu before going somewhere.
0: If you tell me we're going out to dinner next weekend, I'll be like, okay, whatever. I'll look up the menu. Cool. Great. I'll yeah. look up the route from my house to that restaurant, like 20 times in between now and then. And I'll look up the menu the same amount of times, if not more. And then I'll look up the menu and the route like four times the day of.
1: Yeah. Well, I'm not as crazy as you, but I will definitely look at the menu multiple times and I'll probably won't. I'll I'll probably look at the route the day of to see how long it's going to
0: take me to get there. See, my thing is, I'm like, okay, he wants to go to dinner like Saturday at 7 o'clock. Okay, cool. I'll look up the route now, and it's like 9 o'clock on a Sunday night, so there's no traffic. Well, at 5 p.m. on like Thursday, I'll check the traffic to see, and then I'll do it on Friday, and then I'll like monitor the traffic during the day.
1: Um, Yeah. And you know you can change the time in the Google Maps to.
0: I feel like it's not as accurate because it won't like they'll just say like okay Saturday is a little bit heavier so they like tack on an extra ten minutes. I need real
1: time traffic results,
0: damn it! No, if there's like an accident or something, like traffic could be backed up, man. That's why I check the day of. I mean, what's it going to do if you check at ten a.m. and there's an accident at five p.m. Well. All right. Fair enough.
1: Okay okay okay, okay. 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 Okay.
0: Um, there was an apple robbery. Um, in Laporte, Indiana, an apple apple ro- orchard. Jesus. I was Christ. gonna say store or orchard. An apple orchard. Um,
1: had fifty thousand apples stolen from them. Also, side note: How come Apple doesn't refer to their store as orchards? Should we ask that to our Apple insider? Yeah, we'll ask our our insider.
0: Actually, he'll probably suggest it, and like they'll be like, "Oh my god, no one's ever thought of that." How would you like to
1: be CEO? <laughs> they like, "Well, actually, hang on, I have to give you a phone number."
0: Yeah, well, we got we got a guy who came up with that one. Um, so this these thieves <laughs> stole fifty thousand apples, which, by the way, means they either have had they had like a six-wheeler dump truck or like 40 million
1: pickup trucks. How, how many apple pies is that, what's the conversion rate? I think you use like eight apples in a pie, so what's 50,000 divided by eight? I don't know, you're the math
0: whiz. Call it 10, so we'll <laughs> just say, I don't even want it, 10,000, 5,000, 5,000 apples. 5,000 apple pies, that's a lot of pie. It's a lot of pies. Yeah, and I don't know how I'm the math guy. (laughs) I am absolutely, there are two things I'm not great at. It's math on the fly. If you give me, I can figure out any problem I have to on, if I can write it down and use a calculator, and I can spell anything if you give me Google and spell check, because sometimes spell check, I can't get it close enough, so I have to Google. That's one of those, okay, so I've been thinking about a future guest. And you might... I guarantee you know his name. And I think we have a pretty good shot at getting him in. His name is Brent Sopel. Former Blackhawks defenseman, Stanley Cup winner. Familiar? Yeah. Okay. So, one, we have a connection to this. Because I have a buddy whose father-in-law uses his wife's... Brent Sopel's wife's company. They're like a a furniture staging for like real estate and stuff. Uses his wife's company. So, we have like a, a... one-degree-away line to Brent Sopel. Also, I like every one of his Instagram posts, so, like, he knows who Cousin Ray Ray 17 <laughs> is. Um, he has gone on very small podcasts before, um, but he is, like, on the forefront of the fighting dyslexia community. Um, he met with, like, Congress a couple months ago or whatever to, like, show, like, dys- dyslexia is, like, a real-life thing and blah, blah, blah. Like there's a ton of help you can do if you're proactive about it, like instead of just saying kids are stupid. That's one of my biggest problems is like in my head, and I don't think I'm dyslexic. I might be, I've never been diagnosed at or have been tested for it, but I can't picture, can you, when you're trying to spell something, can you picture words in your head, like individual letters? If you're trying to spell out a word really long, can you picture out, like you say, you're trying to spell out like Hannigan, H-A-N-N, and like all the letters are like in your head in a row? No. Okay. A lot of people spell that way. I cannot. I can't picture anything in my head. If you tell me to remember like four numbers, I can remember it for about 10 seconds, and then the numbers get jumbled. And I remember all four numbers, but I can't remember the order in which they go in. Um I'd really like to talk to Brent Sopel about dyslexia and about he has a foundation. I think they have a golf outing that is happening soon. Very expensive for a foursome, by the way. What is a lap? A ball. But you can remember that. I can remember. I I can. I have a great photographic memory in terms of like I can remember <laughs> reading things. I just can't remember what? how to spell. Or the order in which like the numbers go.
1: A Tay is a hammer. A corf is a tiger. How did you do on all those? A shib tests? is a puff of smoke. <laughs> um I I don't I don't even remember. Did they I don't know, did those matter at all? No, they're only for the school.
0: They're not for you. Yeah, that's Um, who cares. Which, by the way, is such a rip that like it's all anonymous and your teachers are judged on that because like nobody gives a shit about it and they don't know that like your fund the funding to your classroom or the school can like go down if you guys aren't doing well on it. Yeah, that's yeah, that's that's a weird. uh... Weird way to do things. Okay, so now that we know that I'm not the speller of the podcast and I'm not the math guy of the podcast, we don't have a math guy of the podcast. I, are you a
1: great speller? Yeah, I can. I can spell. Okay,
0: you can be the speller of the podcast. You can be the president of spelling operations. <laughs> the PSO. Yes. Um, okay, so fifty thousand apples. I'll order some business cards. Do you know what the street value of that was? <laughs>
1: The street value of apples. Well, it was a crime, so we need to know what they (laughs) stole. Do you have a fence for that? (laughs) Moz has a guy. Um, I have no idea. I don't know. How much
0: is it? So here's where I think they're getting a little... How many apples was it? 50,000. And I'll I'll accept two numbers, and I'll accept the window in which the numbers fall.
1: I mean you're not you're not getting a dollar an apple you're not getting a dollar apple i'll yeah. tell you that like twenty five twenty five to thirty five thousand dollars
0: so the orchard uh Williams orchard in Laporte Indiana said that it was thirty thousand dollars lost in revenue um the retail value of golden delicious apples is said to be about twenty seven thousand um I think there's a confusion in they stole $27,000 worth of apples, but the orchard missed out on like an additional $3,000 in like people paying to go apple picking, riding the tractor and getting apple cider donuts, various apple orchard, excursions. the best part about the apple orchard. Like people always bitch about having to go to them. Like I love it. First thing you do when you get there is go buy a sack of hot, apple cider donuts uh last thing you do is also buy a sack of apple cider donuts to go
1: and get just get some apple cider
0: well yeah if you want to get that too that's how you wash it down with yeah
1: that's that's the
0: best um this is kind of making me hungry and i need to eat dinner so (laughs) shall we call it a knife so we call it 85 we call it
1: 85 Tell you, I got a very special guest this time. Keat, keat, keatonism. Keat, Since
0: 1988.
1: Blank Beach Week.
0: The Wild wild Women.
1: You read
0: you it, you it. The Wild Women. The Rippin' and the Terran. The Rippin' and the Terran. The Wild Women. The Rippin' and the Terran. The Wild Women. The Rippin' and the Terran the wild women the wild women the ripping and the tearing the ripping and the tearing the wild, wild women the wild. the wild women the ripping and the tearing the ripping and the tearing What brings you to hedonism that many times? the ripping and the tearing the wild women this is 1988